Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, review, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends, and let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? Well, hello, Don, or should I just call you Don the Gladiator with all that jungle gym you have on your shoulder there? Before Mr. Shoulder, we even... shoulder surgery boy. Before we even get started on that, thanks for tuning in to this week's Dumpster Fire Racers and Rental Cars podcast. Oh, yes. And if Don is slurring his words, he's probably got like 10 things of Vicodin floating around in his system right now. <laughs> I do not have Vicodin. Um, I wish I had some right now. I'm in the process of changing pain medications, actually, but. Nonetheless, yes, I am I am hardcore for our audience. Here it is the day after shoulder surgery, uh, literally like 24 hours. I left the hospital at 5 o'clock yesterday, and here I am uh, doing a podcast with you. If you don't think I'm there a trooper go. for our fans, that's it. He is it. a trooper because I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the guy looks like shit. <laughs> I kind of feel that way. I mean, I, I've got he looks ice like, packs. He look, yeah, you look like you should be behind Dodger, Dodger home plate. <laughs> I, you, look like an, you look like an umpire with all that crap on. I feel like I just threw a nine-inning game is what I feel like. <laughs> I got my, got my arm in a sling. I got ice packs hanging off my shoulders. My eyeballs hurt. My shoulder hurts. It's uh, I, I'm, I'm hanging in there, though. We're going to – we're going to – push through and if this doesn't get good ratings i don't know what else will nice well we did have a few people swing by my pit this weekend and say that they love the podcast so we appreciate that and uh yeah that's always good when you go somewhere and they actually realize they want to talk to you because it's racers and rental cars not cameron foray so i think that's pretty cool well uh, thank you thank you to those people I will take that as a kudos. I wasn't there, and they still wanted to talk to you. Yeah, which is kind of weird. I I don't know. I mean, kind of a weird guy, I guess. Weird guy, Ace. Weird guy. Weird guy. Yes, I hope. Hopefully, we got our audio technical difficulties taken care of, and now we are not sounding bad. I shouldn't say we. I was the one. It seemed to be on on my end that we had an issue for a couple weeks. But yeah, we, or you or your your dog just finally got put out of its misery and you know you stopped thinking about it or something. No, or you, no, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no, no. All right, let's let's kick off and and get rolling here with a little bit of a of a recap. You were in Dallas last in the week big in the yes, Big D. Just keep going. <clears throat> yeah, I was in the Big D, was driving for Terry Haddock Racing, and it wasn't very exciting for us over the weekend, unfortunately. We had quite a few problems with the, with the dragster and even the funny car. Um, <coughs> excuse me. The dragster, we only made one qualifying run, and it didn't really go anywhere when I stepped on the gas because 
all valve that controls all the fuel, broken O-ring, and basically just flooded it out. So they shut me off. And then first round, uh, we had the. I went to turn the fuel on, and the fuel lever actually snapped. So I had no way to turn on or off the fuel. They turned it on. They let me do a burnout on stage, and then they ended up having to shut me off again because... I had no way to shut the car off because that's generally how you turn a top fuel car off is you shut the fuel off and then you can touch or shut the switches off. So um, it wasn't very eventful in my world other than I had a really good time. I had uh, got to see some friends I haven't seen in a while and my wife got to go. So that was cool. We had a, um, a nice weekend without our toddler. We did miss him extremely, but it was nice to... Uh, have a little time with my wife and she got to go to the track she hadn't been to the track since uh phoenix so she was chomping at the bit so she was like a kid in a candy store it was really funny she said she wanted to move to texas too because it was it felt like alberta to her in canada and i was like what yeah she's like i just feel like i'm home i could i could live here and then she saw the house and then she saw the prices of the houses and she was like yeah i could really live here we could sell our house and buy three of these i said yeah that's true statement we're not what? in Texas. I know, right? I she know. thought that she thought that that was like <clears throat> Alberta. Alberta, yeah, yeah, because Alberta is the Texas of Canada. Is that right? Allegedly, that's what she says. Because they're both oil oil towns or states, province, whatever you want to call it. So. But yeah, it was. Uh, other than that, it was a good time. We uh, got to eat some good food, hang out, play with some nitro. Yeah, it's a good time. I don't know about you, what you did this weekend, but that's what I did. Well, what? I mean, my oh, I did. Was... I did. Oh, I gotta tell you, because I always tell you when I fly Spirit Airlines and I flew Spirit Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my wife had never flown spirit airlines because she kind of last minute wanted to go so <clears throat> we obviously needed to find a cheaper flight for both of us because we had to pay for two flights and they actually had a really cheap spirit one and it was direct so i was like ah, i can't be that bad and i've flown it now with the caveat that i've actually flown them multiple times and it hasn't been all that bad that you just have to go into a Spirit Airlines flight with an open mind and your patience because everybody that's on I'm that screwed. flight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's usually me. I have to, you know, have a couple cocktails before I get on the plane just to just to take the edge off. But it's Angie, Angie equated it to it's kind of like when you're in high school and you have a substitute teacher and nobody wants to do anything that they say. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that's affirmative because it's funny, like, the people, the clientele, just it just seems like it's the people that have never flown before. So, like when it says seatbelts on, twenty people get up and try to go to the bathroom, and they got to put their wooden nickel in the thing in order to use the bathroom on the plane. Uh, they are you say, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. The planes oh. are actually clean and nice, but that's oh, that's always my joke. Yeah, you got to pay to use the bathroom because every time you buy a, a flight for them, you got to like pay for your seat got to pay for your boarding pass you got to pay for your luggage it's just it adds up so 
But that's our marketing strategy, and it seems to work. So, but the planes really aren't that bad. It just seems like you're in like a jump seat because the seats are a little bit smaller. But dude, I'm a small guy, and so is Angie. So it doesn't really matter. But like I said, the clientele is just it's just people that really have never flown before, and they just don't know what. Like, here's another prime example of what happened. We're sitting there, and we're on the tarmac, and people have their phones on. They're like listening to music, like blaring music not with headphones on and they're just like singing and dancing and i'm like dude are we on soul plane or what like this is insane are you kidding me no i swear and like even the the stewardess like came on over the thing like please make sure you have your headphones on like if you're going to listen be listening to music and like they're like ah we don't care blah 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 and then finally they shut it off and then all of a sudden we hear this let's go dodgers Let's go, uh, Dodgers. And I kind of put two and two together because, like, the whole flight, I flew out of LAX and the Dodgers were playing in Dallas. So, every, and I, apparently the tickets, I guess, were really cheap. So, a bunch of people flew from LA to the game. So, I'm like, oh, okay. So, the, it was just like the, I felt like I was on like a party cruise, like one of those bikes where you go downtown and it's like a booze cruise. I felt like it was that. And then there's just like me and Angie sitting there and, yeah, it just and then you like the you you land and people just start getting up like like literally we touch down and people are like walking around and they're like okay ladies and gentlemen could you please stay seated until we get until <laughs> we get to the gate and then no they don't care they're just like getting up getting their bags and stuff and I'm just like wow and then we get to deplaning you know start deplaning or whatever and people like from the back are like running like getting their bags and like running to the front i'm like bus evacuation style guys like do you learn this in second grade but if i'm ever sole ruler of the world i will make you go to a class in order to get on an airplane so it sounds like you had like some first world problems. That's not. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I, and they weren't even problems. And like I said, it, it has nothing to do with Spirit Airlines. The the, the plane's great. Like the, it's kind of like Southwest, but like more party. Sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like that. So was, if you're looking for was... a good time, maybe look into Southwest Airlines or uh, Spirit Airlines. I'm flying them. On, I'm flying them on Friday too. I had such a good time. I'm going to fly them again back to Houston. All right, so let's get that. We'll get that pitch in so we can have Spirit Airlines to be a new sponsor of the Racers and Rental Cars podcast. Hell yeah! Right, everybody can use RIRC at SpiritAirlines.com. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. And your and your flight will now go from fifty seven dollars one way to thirty seven dollars one way. <laughs> right. We don't, or maybe I gotta we'll look. It, maybe we'll throw in a new, like a like a rental car discount or something. I think we need to get sponsored by Enterprise or something like that. Well, I mean, I'm down with that, but I'm wondering though, do we? I gotta look into this whole spirit. I don't even know if we have spirit over here. Make me sound like I'm a high school cheerleader now. We got it's, spirit. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> do you have Frontier Airlines? <laughs> Not over here. I think they're oh. in St. Louis. I think you get what Frontier about Allegiant? I think that what Allegiant. no is it, is it Allegiant or a- Sun Co- Sun County? There's a Sun Country one too. Maybe they do have. I have to look. They got some. They got a few different airlines that fly out of like Owensboro. 
down down to Florida and back to like Orlando. They always seem to fly at like random random ass places too. But like I said, the planes aren't. I, the planes are clean. They they look new. I mean, at least they got a fresh yellow paint job on them. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, rust oleum. <laughs> Hell yeah, single stage. Get in there. <laughs> Shout out to TJ Zizzo. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. No, like I said, just bring your patience. It's a good time. It's good people uh, watching. I'll tell you that. Good people watching. I do miss the people watching in the airport. There's something about some good old fashioned people watching. Oh my I new definitely... my new game. I do have a new game. People watching yeah. game. Maybe if you ever get out of bed, you'll right start. But so my my <laughs> game is trying to figure out who has the most safety precautions for the COVID before we get playing. <laughs> And I am up to a lady wearing two pairs of gloves, a jacket, and what looked to be like a surgical cape, like you know, like what the surgeons wear over their, uh, like their what do they call those? Their, their smock the or what? Yeah, well, it's like yeah, like a surgical gown. They had yep. one of those on. They had two masks on, a face shield, and like safety glasses. That was a lady? Yes. Yeah, she's going to get the award right there. Yeah. And the best part is, is she didn't even sanitize because the, they give you they give you like a sack lunch now. You don't right. even get like a Coke or nothing. They give you like a little like brown paper bag and they're like, uh, here you go. Here's your water and your cookies. And there's inside there's just like a sanitary wipe or whatever. You're supposed to wipe the seat and crap. <laughs> the best part about that is the fact that when you do that, the whole plane smells like an ammonia uh, torpedo. <clears throat> but she didn't even wipe down the seat, but she was wearing all that getup. Dude, it sounds yeah. like you had more fun on just trying to get to the race than you actually <laughs> did at the race. Don't I, I, don't I always? Have you ever flown with me? Hello? I, I, on the way home, there was a lady in front of me, and she was wearing full-on, they looked like motocross goggles. Oh my god! Yeah. Hey, it's your peers, man, not mine. Ah, uh, unbelievable. So what else? Believable. That was Dallas. Well, that was on Dallas. To on to Houston. No, I honestly this weekend we I did watch some of the. Uh, I was actually kind of flipping all the way around. I was on Flow Sports, uh, with Ducks Race. I was watching. Trying to keep up with you and the boss who turned it red on uh, Saturday, second round, down there in the big old D. Was trying to keep up with everybody that uh, well that was racing. Trying to keep up with all that, but and then also trying to prepare myself uh, for surgery, uh, as that's like not a big surprise or shocker to anybody from social media. And as Cam alluded to, it was a, it's it's been a big deal, I guess you could say, and because uh, it it does completely derail whatever it is that you got going on. And yeah, I broke my shoulder twice. I know. Yeah, and and quite honestly, I mean, there's never a good time to have surgery at all. Period. I I would no, argue sir. with anybody that thinks there's a good time to have surgery. 
but for everything aligning itself to no SEMA, no PRI, wrecking a race car, uh, just eh, 2020, baby, uh, just lining itself Dude, out. No and, kidding. You know, die feeling a little bit better. So I would, everybody's like, how in the world are you two taking care of each other? And I'm like, well, if she's at 50% and I'm at 50%, then we're 100% together. So uh, <laughs> we just, we'll, we'll get through it. But yeah, no, had surgery yesterday. We'll be hemmed up for, for quite a while here. Uh, trying to go through rehab and and get everything fixed back up in the off season, but yeah, no, the weekend is uh, last weekend is going to be just like this upcoming weekend. Going to be uh, watching Flow Sports, uh, PDRA World Finals. Got some got some folks out there that are trying to uh, claim championships. Some old top sportsman buddies, Mark Payne and old Hollywood Donnie Irvin, and then you'll be in Houston. So mm-hmm. I'll be watching Houston as pro mod, pro stock in you, of course. I'm very, very much so on the edge of my seat to see how a lot of the points battles uh, shake out because it just does not seem like there's a, a clear runoff away from anybody this year. Of course, of all years to have a great points battle, it would be in 2020 when it's been a complete show. But, is there something uh, no. to be said for less races? You know, less and races no and no countdown. Less races and no countdown. That's uh I I mean I I can't get my I mean I understand how NASCAR is using the countdown <laughs> and they've done a really good job of bringing that back and making some good drama. Uh, you know, when you got somebody like your previous champion, Kyle Busch, who hasn't won a race all year, doesn't qualify for the, you know, the final four at Phoenix. Um, I get all that. I, I mean, I can see, you know, I think you're going to, it's going to be a 50, 50 deal. I think you're either going to have drama or you're not going to have drama. And I think with everything that took place this year in 2020, NHRA has created and they and I hope that they know that and I hope that other people know that that they have created drama. Look at the way the the points battle is shaking out in pro stock. Look at the way the points battle is shaking out in funny car. I mean, and even top fuel with with, with Torrance and Coletta. I mean, there's they're great points battles. Even in the sportsman ranks, there's still good solid points battles, you know, shaking out in the Lucas Oil series. At, I don't think it, you just say, oh, well, you do away with the countdown. No, I, th- I think we need to have it. But I think also it's like anything else. It has to be revamped from time to time. And you have to visit, look at things, change things up. I mean, man. That's one thing set- I hope. Yeah, that's one thing I hope with all this uh, Camping World stuff. I, I really hope that... Uh, it sparks some change. Like, you know, we kind of talked about it already, but I mean, not it, maybe not with the point structure, but just try something new, even if it's wrong, you know, everybody's quick to, to throw in their opinions, but like, let's really hope that, that this is the time that somebody says, Hey, let's try this. Or, you know, I really hope that the rumor I heard, I don't even know where I heard it, but, they were talking about the funny car dragster, kind of like the sh- Bud what the shootout thing they used to do. They were wanted to try to bring that bracket Bristol, 
I think that'd be cool. I don't know how the points would would work for it, but obviously they probably wouldn't. It wouldn't be a points paying thing, but make it a big payout or something, and people will still want to go. Well, yeah, do or no, callouts I, or qualifying callouts. I I think Langdon talked about that one time. Like, do some sort of oh. draw out of a hat. Call, like, do something. Just try it once. Like, well, because why is the qualifying like? In qualifying, it's just there's no excitement, right? So it's just okay. If you're the lowest person in points the first session, you go first. If you're the best, you're last, right? So what we're talking a span of like forty minutes here, so unless there's an oil down or something, so who cares? It's well just run it. Now hold on a sec before you before you get too far out there. Let's if we're doing if you're back in the four-day, three-day program of of the events, then I can totally see doing something different. But qualifying right now on the two-day format with two qualifiers to go in racing, that in itself is exciting. That's enough I know. I drama. Like I really, yeah. I, I like it, and I, I kind of... Keep hearing rumblings that they're going to keep that for next year, and I hope I mean, they do. I hope I, they do. Hope they yeah. Should. No, and, and then that's... because they're going to use that as their my theory, they're going to use that as their excuse to lower the payout back to what it was like ten years ago to qualify. Instead of ten, I think it's instead of ten grand, they'll make it seventy five hundred again, and then they'll say, "Oh, it's because you only have to run two runs in qualifying, which therefore we're making it cheaper to run the cars." Well, and see, I would look at it the other way. I hope that they don't do it from that economic standpoint. I would go back, increase it, and get more cars to come because it becomes more exciting. More for- yes, even more exciting because you have. I mean, you have people that. I mean, how many times in the last since we've came back racing right post covid <laughs> uh since we've come back racing you hear a driver climb out of the car at the end of the racetrack and say you know we just had to try to you know go a to b right there and we didn't really want to get aggressive and or you know we smoked the tires in one session and it, i mean it happens this whole two run deal is gonna make it exciting it's made it exciting well, look at poor Clay Milliken. He he's a exactly. touring guy. Goes every race, and he didn't qualify. Yep. Was it St. Louis? St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. Yes, and I mean, and it's it's working that way over on the pro stock side as well. When you got guys that go to all those races, but the the bottom half of it, if you will, the the third tier teams, they're out there and and they knock the tires off in one, and it's you know. If you only get two sessions, you're going to have a good session and a bad session. The weather's not going to always help you back out around on the second session. And I just, I think that is the excitement. So don't get me wrong. I'm for, you know, doing call outs. If we're in this, you know, three day format where you're getting four runs. Yeah. The first two are going to just be throwaways because, you know, the second day when they come back out, they're going to be all dialed in and that's where all the crew chiefs are going to get. You know they're going to earn their money and set records and top speeds and and so yeah. But forth. what does it but, matter if it's? I mean, if it's a, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. 
even if it is two qualifying deals, it's more for the fans anyways. Who cares if ah. it, I mean it's side yeah. money or two side bets or whatever. Like it's not like you're not getting points or anything for so if you smoke the tires or if you go A to B, the fan the general fan really isn't gonna know that. They're just Absolutely. gonna be thinking, Oh yeah, you know so and so bet four hundred dollars in Monopoly money. Well, I mean, there's there's definitely nothing wrong with that, and it would make it more exciting. Um, but I also or have like a know, people's champ champ championship. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody, do a fan poll for who they want to see match up. You know, yeah. like leading up. Yeah, yeah. I, and then at the end of the year, you'd have the people's champ, and then we'll have uh, Tom from Cold Hard Art make some like sweet trophy. That would be cool. Yeah, and then they nice. pass, and then they pass it on every year. The well, people's champ. Well, well, the other thing that I don't want them to lose sight of, and I hope that they don't. And I know they've <clears throat> they've been doing it. I hope that they keep this Friday night format going, with whether it's the Mountain Motor Pro Stock guys, the Pro Mod guys, you know, Top Sportsman, Top Dragster, the Alcohol guys. I I like the whole Friday night lights and it being you know, the next category down, the next tier of, of competition. Uh, I hope that they continue to do that. I I got to say that they, in, uh, where was I, Dallas? They really tried really hard with that, and I give them mad props for trying that. I think it was more the track than it was in HRA, but they had, like, freestyle motocross dudes there. Uh, yes. They tried to make up, but it, I felt so bad because there was, like, four people in the stands, and it was a no. total shame. And... Maybe it's just because of I don't know what, but it was cold. It was whatever. Right. <clears throat> but but yes, if they keep that going and get people in the stands and we can have people in the stands again and all that jazz, I think it's great. I also think it's really cool that they brought back, even though there wasn't many people in the stands, they brought back the driver intros. People have to know who's driving these cars. Even right. if it was a quick, it didn't really take that long. Whatever. I mean, I know we all got other things to do, but I think it's important that these that these fans and these people that follow our sport see who. I mean, obviously they can't see our faces with masks on, but uh, it's they need to see the personalities and the and yeah, they need to bring that back. And I'm glad Absolute. that they did. So hopefully they ah. continue. <clears throat> Absolutely. Stars and cars, my friends. Stars and cars, and you got to have personalities to go along with that. So just, I mean, it's very easy to, to look back. And that's, again, these are marketing opportunities, right? I mean, that's, it, it really is marketing opportunities. The whole, take it from the NASCAR side. Yeah, it's cool to be riding in the back of a truck, right? So, you know, they use custom trucks for you guys. I thought that was cool. But, I mean, let's let's take it out here on the limb and let's get, you know, maybe it's side-by-sides with a trailer in the back or something. And, you know, it's Kawasaki's or whatever the case is. And now you're getting a chance to showcase a company and a product, uh, you know, in front of everybody while everybody goes by, you know, whatever the case may be. I think you, mm-hmm. you've got to have those have those opportunities Uh to take take the opportunity and exploit it, and that's exactly what you're doing. Is you have to exploit every opportunity marketing wise, and get take advantage of it. And and doing driver intros that way, I always thought the driver intros in the 
you know, from NASCAR like they did. I think at Bristol they've done them that way before. I'm I'm just not a big fan of the walking out on stage deal. Uh, NASCAR does that. They come out on stage and then they get in the vehicle and they go around the racetrack. And I think that's like double down material. Uh, at that's that what Supercross so, does. They they have a depending upon like where you are, like in the points or whatever, like how big of a star you are. Like that you either come up from the the smoke screen with the laser lights and then you ride around and you do like a whip or whatever and so the people can you know or they like don't have their helmet on they can wave to the crowd and then the, some of them they split it up some of them they actually say oh rider whoever riding for whoever they're in the stands like they come down like, right the, the stadium and they and they can high five all the fans and stuff i think that's cool Something absolutely like that. i mean obviously we're not we don't do things at night so there's no pyrotechnics that can that can happen we there but you can still put that. a I know you could still put drivers in the stands or whatever. It's like, oh, go to row twenty-four or whatever, and you just have to have a rent-a-cop or something go with you, and it'd be fine. Oh, absolutely, hey, and and we have to start <clears throat> at the divisional level and the regional level to start creating that to get. You know, we go to a lot of these same racetracks that have national events at them. And to to energize the fan base and grow it, we've got to start at the twenty dollar carload deal or the you know the the divisional ticket price and get people interested and energized so that when the big show does come to town, that they they get a big healthy dose for their dollar and can capitalize on it. So I think you know we just we we got a lot of things that we can do now. We've got a great great outside the box thinking sponsoring camping world and marcus and his staff we we've got to capitalize on this and blow some fresh oxygen i'll tell you one thing i didn't see i didn't see this weekend was one mellow yellow sign how about i saw all the photos yeah how about all the photos that i saw posted up on social media of people drinking mountain dew and red bull and they're drinking everybody's drinking all these different products uh and they're like now we can drink what we want to drink and so yep. you know that was kind of funny but uh what was you know, funny is like cheek. seeing all the staging lane staging lane people and stuff because they were just wearing black t-shirts with nhra logos on the back because they must not have gotten their camping world ones yet right so it was like wait is that just a normal person or is that an official or i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean, give them a chance. Yeah, I give them a chance in the camping world. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you one thing though. They they were quick to send out because we all have to have mellow yellow on our on our fire suits. We've already got the the logo and everything for next year's fire suits, and or patch to be updated on our fire suits. Yep. I I they needed to, and that was great <clears throat> that they did that. It really was. Yep. It was nice, uh, you know, on the NHRA.TV, they had plenty of Camping World uh, signage and branding throughout. It, I mean, it did. It looked good. It good happened, for happened them. pretty quick, too. Absolutely. So, and you I got to hand it to them, too. I haven't got one yet because I haven't got an interview yet. But uh, the Camping World hats that they were passing out, like, for they weren't those stupid-ass mellow yellow ones that not one person on the planet would ever like wear in public they looked like just like a normal like snapback hat i was shocked i'm like wow that's actually just like a... what you were looking for the you were looking for the trucker camping world hat right 
Yeah, like I think that's cool. Like that's bitching. Like instead of these stupid hats that no one will ever wear on the planet, and now we actually have a hat that somebody would actually maybe wear to dinner and be proud of being a winner or getting interviewed or something, and they stick a Camping World hat on it on you. You know, they're absolutely. Well, I like I said, the sky's the limit right now. Uh, shout out! Oh, hey, I want to give a quick shout out to JBS. I like the I saw the commercial where the field's the limit, and I yep. like that. I like that tagline. So shout out to Justin and his team. Yes, that was, my boy uh, Justin. They, that was pretty uh, sick. That I like for, that. Yeah, they they went through a huge rebranding deal at JBS, and the field's the limit is their. Uh, it's been around for maybe like a year or so, but yeah, they did a a great job with whoever they had do all their marketing and stuff. So kudos to that. Check it out. Yeah. JBS equipment on Instagram and check out what they do. Yeah. Outstanding. I like that. All right. So let's talk about a couple highs or not. Re- yeah. Let's talk about a couple highs. Um, and then we'll go to the low. How about huge shout out to, uh, the bow Butner group pulling off, an extreme gender reveal. Yes, that was pretty Ch- cool. Yep. So they actually asked yeah. me to do it, but uh, I probably would have gotten fined. Um, no, they asked me to do it, but I wasn't sure. I mean, I can't guarantee a full pull, so uh, <laughs> we ended up going to Plan B. <clears throat> but congrats to Chase and Keisha, absolutely for uh, their new boy that they're expecting, which is pretty cool. So yes. for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, they. Uh, some sports and racers, good friends of ours, Chase and Keisha Huffman, they're expecting a child and they wanted to do a gender reveal. So they packed some powder, talc powder, that would happen to be a certain color, blue or pink, into the parachutes of Bo Butner's Pro Stock car. And so when he went through the traps during qualifying, it was blue. So they're having a boy. And Call it what you will. People freaked out. Oh my God! You destroyed the track. You this and that. And it's like, guys, it's not that big a deal. It's talc powder. It did nothing. The only reason why you saw it on the track was because it was blue, and it has nothing to do with. I mean, it's yeah. People do that stuff all the time. People put ashes in in parachutes all the time for just you know people that have passed away. So it's yeah. People were making a way big too big of a deal out of that deal i thought it was cool but they're like oh my gosh that should have been that should have, they should get fined and suspended and this yeah oh god get out yeah we're not we're not going to entertain uh to give anybody their 30 seconds of fame over that just get over yourself right it was way cool something like that to be done we're we're behind when it comes to a lot of the things that go on that become personal from a fan standpoint with interaction uh case in point you know uh one of the nascar you know up and coming drivers jesse i believe you pronounce his name uh Iwaja. i'm probably saying that wrong but dale earnhardt jr's gate you know did his commissioning ceremony for his promotion uh, a few weeks back at the racetrack and it was televised there's there's just things that go on that a lot of times we don't get involved in that we should uh, because people feel like there's going to be some sort of retribution or whatever. Um, get over yourself. If you're complaining about the blue, I mean, 
ruining the track. You had to go through the shutdown after a top fuel car, or alcohol, funny car, oils down the shutdown area, and you're yeah. dodging the the speedy dry. So yeah, not I had even... all that stuff all over my helmet this weekend because the the car in front of me had a big old oil down. It's it's yeah. fine. Yeah, not not that big a deal. But what I will tell you is, is that I was not watching when it happened, but Alan Reinhardt gave an awesome, just detailed wording of the event as, you know, he was like, we're going to have a gender reveal, watch the car. I think it was in the left lane. Uh, And he's like, it's blue. We can see it. They can see it from the space shuttle. It's so, and it was just awesome. I wasn't there. I wasn't watching it, but to hear his detail, and then when I did get to see it, um, that was just really cool. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to Chase and Keisha on that, and big props to to Bo and Randy Lynn and and Austin for pulling that off and and being a part of it. That's a really cool deal. Absolutely. So now we'll go to a quick low. Uh, as we're recording this on Wednesday, uh, this week, uh, NHRA lost a an individual that has definitely been around the sport for a long time. Um, Eric Lane, he was uh, killed, hit and run, uh, walking back from a restaurant. Uh, and there hasn't been a lot of details released as, as we're recording. Uh, but it's a huge loss to the community. I cannot speak as knowing Eric very well at all, other than saying hello in passing. Uh, but when you read some of the stories that are out there on social media and see some of the photos from historic past, uh, he's been around for quite a while and has impacted a lot of individuals. And so, uh, we just absolutely, to- he was a, a super, super cool dude. Uh, he always was. Um, in Terry's pit or our pit, you know, always willing to lend a helping hand, you know, when he was in between teams and things like that, he, he, uh, would always, always come over and, and do what he could to help us out. So, you know, he's super nice guy. I feel extremely saddened for his family. He has a, he left a wife and a little girl. Um, I think she's four and that's just breaks my heart that, you know, something so tragic happened. So, um, Godspeed to him and his family, and uh, yeah, it's a terrible deal. Yeah, so if you if you want to, if you want to help support the cause, I know uh, Caleb Cox from over on Pentagon, uh, Cruise Pentagon is, I think they started up a GoFundMe page to try to help out the family a little bit. Uh, it's just been a devastating year in 2020, so for everyone, I, I guess just when you start sitting back to to think about if it could go wrong it does go wrong it's done exactly that in 2020 uh for somebody to be walking home from eating dinner uh and to be involved in a hit and run that's just uh, it just floors you and lets you know that uh each each and every day is precious so make it count and let your loved ones know exactly how you feel about them absolutely Absolutely. If we could just hurry up and get to 2021, that would be just dandy. Cannot get here fast enough. So we'll transition from from that low back into a high. And that high is high, Kyle Larson. Welcome back to NASCAR. Yep. Is that going to be your Manscaped moment of the week? So that way you can just 
you know, because I'm sure he's all trimmed up, ready to rock, use his lawnmower 3.0 to to get all spruced up for his new entrance into the world of NASCAR on January 1st, 2021. Well, no, actually, I, I'm not going to give Kyle the Manscaped moment of the week. I'm actually going to give it to Chase Briscoe. I challenge everybody to go out on social media. Uh, Chase Briscoe got named to drive Clint Boyer's number 14 for Stuart Haas Racing. And I challenge everybody to go out and watch the video of Tony Stewart telling Chase that he's moving up to the Cup Series. And it was a planned deal of a surprise. Everybody was in on it except for Chase. And if you don't know much about Chase Briscoe and his story, I'd go out, read about it. Um, big faith-based individual Chase is. Uh, he got a sponsor in the 11th hour of 2020 in January. He was almost on the sidelines, and it literally was one of those deals where uh, his dad ran into somebody, and they're like, hey, if you're ever interested, we'd love to help. And he was he was hours away uh, from being put on the sidelines. So go out, Google search him, Chase Briscoe. Uh, he's a good follow on Twitter as well. And uh, so go out there, but he, Chase is going to get my Manscaped moment of the week because you could not, you could just not have any more uh, sincere emotion and feeling for him when Tony told him that he was going to the Cup Series in 2021. So uh, yeah, we're going to give that to Chase. So go over to Manscaped.com, R-I-R-C, get yourself the 3.0, like Cam said, and uh, free shipping, save 20% off. It's getting to be close to wintertime. I, I mean, I'm over here, got the scruff going on in the Midwest. November's coming up. Manscaped will be involved in the testicular cancer program. So uh, take, care, take care of your family jewels with the 3.0. Again, R-I-R-C over at manscaped.com. Now, Cam, I want to I wanna, I wanna talk about what is going to transpire now that we have Richard Petty Motorsports just announced uh, earlier, well, it was leaked yesterday, but announced earlier today that Eric Jones uh, is going to be coming over to take over the ride vacated by Bubba Wallace as he moves on to the Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlin team. And we still have a lot of these sponsors that are out there and we don't know yet what's going to transpire with the sponsors that Bubba Wallace had like a truckload. He, I mean, he literally had sponsor after sponsor lining up, dumping money, signing personal services agreements and, and coming on board at Richard Petty Motorsports. We don't know where these sponsors are going to go yet. And hopefully in HRA. No, just kidding. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about that. Cause we had a couple <clears throat> people that have, you know, emailed us, at hate mail at racers and rental cars.com and asked about how they should approach things and this and that uh, with, with sponsors leaving or leadership leaving and so forth. My big push right now is, you know, NHRA for us on the motorsports side, and this is also taking into consideration world of outlaws uh, and NASCAR, actually all forms of motorsports. We really should be looking at every competitive or not competitive competing competitive brand for anybody that's out there so like right now 
every company that's involved, let's take uh, let's take uh, DoorDash. DoorDash was a big sponsor that jumped on board with Bubba at RPM. Um, it's not, you know, don't know whether or not the DoorDash is going to stay with Richard Petty Motorsports. But since we're talking about marketing and, and sponsorship deals, now is, would be the time that you would be out there looking if DoorDash is in NASCAR, if you're Uber Eats, or uh, what's the other one? What, what do you have out there? Do you have, I think we have this thing called Waiter App or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I think I've heard of that, but we just use DoorDash or Uber Eats. Yeah, Those so you would want to be looking at companies <clears throat> like that because if they are involved, then why wouldn't someone else want to be involved? Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully it's not a, oh, we don't do that because we don't want to go where other people go. I hope that's this not the a, case. Right. And and so you have to look at it right now and and start evaluating and those are the companies and product lines and brands or even segment groups from that matter that you're gonna wanna be involved with. And I would totally uh challenge everybody as we're coming into the winter to to think about that as as they're trying to lay out their plans. Um I unfortunately today had a phone call with a company and we missed a window of opportunity with them uh, because they've already laid their plan out for 2021 and we didn't make it under the wire in time. And, you know, you you hate to have those phone calls, but, you know, if you're late to the party, you're late to the party. That's true. Sometimes showing up fashionably late isn't exactly the ideal situation. Well, I mean, what are you going to do, right? Keep trucking, right? Yep. Drop back and punt. Drop back and punt. Drop back and punt. Well, speaking about punting, how about you punt yourself on over to our racersandrentalcars.com website and sign up. Click on the K&N Filters logo and sign up. For their newsletter so that you can be put in the running for one of 25 free mate free face masks let me say that when i don't have a pain pill in me uh k is giving away 25 face masks for signing up for their newsletter and that's going to go on until october 31st so make sure to go over to racers and rentalcars.com click on the k logo sign up they got three colors black gray and camouflage it's breathable lightweight stays cool with the pro cool technology and adjustable straps for maximum comfort so again hang out over on racersandrentalcars.com click on the knn logo and sign up for the newsletter and you too may get yourself a free stylish knn face mask i've seen a lot of those at the track lately and they're actually really nice I have been seeing a lot of social media, people posting him up, so that's good that they're out there. Again, we're just all trying to make our way make our way through COVID and doing our best to support companies that are supporting us. I tell you, at the rate it's going here in California, I'm just going to have to move out of state before I get rid of COVID. Well, 
you're not moving anywhere because you just got done dumping a bunch of money in a house. You're you're gonna you're gonna die there in that house. I can't lie. I, yeah, you're probably right, dude. Let me tell you something. I can tell you about so. You know, all right, so you get a mortgage, it's 15, 30 years, right? I mean, do you ever think about the fact when you go to get like a motorhome or a trailer or something that's and it's like 30 years, 15 years, 12 years, and you're going, dang, but what do you do? Do you ever, do you even think twice about it? You just sign on the dotted line, keep on. Running. No, hell no. What's the payment? Yeah. Yeah, I can make that. Oh yeah, that's no problem. Man, let me tell you, ordered that trailer this week. Whew. I'll Just be think. living in that muck. Yeah, or you'll be dead by the time it's paid off. That too. That could. It's a possibility. It may be my social security. It may be my social security present. There you go. There you go. Yeah, no, that's it's wild. But I mean, it's crazy that some of these motorhomes and trailers are. Literally more than houses, and and you wonder. And they all uh, fall apart. That's what I don't get. They're all oh. junk. They are all shit, and I don't understand that. And no, no offense to all the manufacturers out there, but they are all <laughs> trash, and I can't understand why. Well, I, I mean, let's think about it now. I mean, seriously, you're at you build something to go up and down the road, right? I mean. Have you seen some of our highways lately? Just saying. Well, so, yeah, and I mean, yes, it's a moving I, house, and I and I get that. But sometimes I'm just like, really, they went with this, you know, when you're taking stuff apart or whatever, and you got to replace things, or like, when are they going to come up with something for like to not leak? Like, it can't be. This is 2020. It can't be that no, hard. You got to service, dude. You got to maintain. No, I know. It's just I like know, your house. Just, it's just like your yeah. roof shingles blowing off your house. Uh, no, I mean, I, it's just, it's tough, dude. You just got to take care of stuff. That's, I mean, you do the I, best I you possibly can. I, I uh, one of my students actually works for an unnamed uh, insurance company, and right. he he's an adjuster for motorhomes. And he was telling me all these horror stories about how all these people, they make claims and it's just due to neglect as far as like, oh, it's leaking or this or that or blah, blah, blah. And how it's not written in their policy. Like most motorhome policies will not repair a roof. No, not unless it's damaged. Not unless yeah. it's damaged. So, yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, that's. Unless a tree fell on it. Yep. Tree falls. Cough. I ran into a tree. I was driving down the road, and the damn tree jumped right out and ran right into my roof. Sure did. I have no idea. None at all. None at all. But, yeah, no, I'm, I am excited uh, to uh, – it it's nerve-wracking, but at the same time, I'm excited because, dude, honestly, this is – I've had that same trailer. Diane was making jokes at me the other night when we were talking about it. She's like, how long did you have the other trailer? Dude, 13 years. Damn. 13 years, dude. That's a good run. That's right. That's a good run. So let's let's hope that I can keep keep this one. Uh, hopefully I can keep racing that long. You know what I mean? That's the other yeah. thing. Who knows? Well, you uh, quit having shoulder surgery, maybe. 
Exactly. Be the bionic man before too long. All right, so we're gonna wrap up, but I gotta tell you something. I got a little gift in the mail um, this week, and I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about it. Tell your mom I said hello. So, I had someone put me in for the NHRA Track Announcers Guild. I got my own little <laughs> got my own little membership card here. Wow. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty I I mean and it may be it may be you know minimal to some people but I'm pretty pr- proud of the fact that somebody actually thought that I deserved uh to be a part of that group so I greatly appreciate that um if you're out there and you're a track announcer or know somebody it is and they're not a member of it by all means send me an email at hate mail and racers and rental cars and I'll get you connected with it because I think that's really cool uh, so huge shout out to them. Didn't realize, honestly, seriously, all all BS aside, did not know it was a real thing. Just didn't, <laughs> I did right? Not, I did not know that either. You know, learn something so, new every day on racers and rental cars. That's it. Learn something new every day on racers and rental cars. Dot com. But yes, yeah, so shout out to the track announcers group. I greatly appreciate you guys uh, welcoming me into it, and. That being said, Cam, dude, my pain medicine is wearing off. I need to get another pill. Yeah, I know my it's a busy week. Wearing, is wearing off for you too, so it's time for this, me to go. This is not Spirit Airlines, my friend. Just not. <laughs> just not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but, I'm uh, saving up all my patience for Friday when I fly out, so I gotta uh, go. I was gonna say, dude, it's a busy week. Vegas is going on. Drag Racer uh, TV. Uh, for Warren and his crew, they're out there in Vegas for the divisional and the sports national. You're in Houston. The million. We got the mi- the millions going on. We got PDRA World Finals. Flow Sports is going on. Uh, so if you're interested, I mean, again, guys, I know you probably think it's like a, a sale tactic, but the list of dirt track, circle track events that are going on on Flow Sports, it's it take me a half hour to read them all. They they've got so much content out there so if you're into it wing sprints mini sprints uh world of outlaws late models unlimited late models they are all over the country kyle larson's still racing uh so you can still check him out as he's still on his winning streak but go over and click on the flow sports logo on our website at racers and that'll take you over to sign up and we do appreciate you uh, hanging out on flow sports and watching all of the motorsports this weekend you, you're gonna have a, it's gonna your cup overrunneth this weekend for motorsports action. If you say you can't find something to watch, you're just not trying hard enough. Go watch Gold Rush or something. Gold what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is that that house house renovation movie? What is that? Gold Rush. It's like uh, one of them. I don't know where they go dig for gold or something on Discovery Channel. Oh oh, guess what? I finished up this weekend what designated survivor don't know what that is with keith versutherland we i finally finished that i was pretty happy about it. that was a good series i can't remember who sent that to me uh but somebody re- recommended that and i watched it it was uh it was good because i it uh i was talking about the other series home home front home front that was good so I needed something else to watch, and now that I'm going to be laid up for the next, oh, so you're going to need all kinds weeks, of stuff now. 
Yeah, do not send me Ozark and do not send me Orange is the New Black or Black's the New Orange or whatever that is. I'm not watching that either. Uh, but yeah, if you got suggestions, send them away. It'll just drive my wife up the wall uh, as, as she laughs at me because I binge watch and uh, get sucked in and binge watch. So that being said, Cam, dude, I got to go get a pain pill. Uh, good luck this weekend in Houston. Be safe. Thank you. Thank on you. Spirit Airlines. And uh, yeah. I'll chat <laughs> and with in you. the soon. top field car. <laughs> More on the Spirit Airlines. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you. And uh, again, thank you to Voice America Streaming Network, racersandrentalcars.com for all of your hoodie and hat needs, KNN, CBDMD, Manscaped. Make sure you use your RIRC promo code for any of that stuff at checkout and get yourself a discount. But with that, time to go. See you. Later. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America for all of your podcasting needs, K&N Air Filters, Manscaped.com, CBDMD, Motion Raceworks, and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. We appre- they appreciate your business, and we'll see you next week.